I'm sorry I let you down. John? Welcome back, folks, to Black Hoodie Alchemy. I'm your host, Anthony Tyler. We're broadcasting here on the Fringe FM initially. And I'm glad you're here joining me. This is going to be a, a little less dark than usual. I think we're going to cut up a little bit. Um, there's going to be two parts. Martin Ferretti joins me once again, or joins instead of me, to interview another one of uh, Tippy Patson's crew members. And then after that, I'm going to talk about the very, very true story of uh, actor Terrence Howard's fall from acting. He's still kind of around, but uh, I very few people know this. There's a Rolling Stone article and plenty of publicity. Like It was a very public meltdown, but Terrence Howard left acting to basically reinvent math. And he's got a whole thesis and a website and everything. And, and he talked about it to Rolling Stone. Uh, this was back in 2015 and 2016 when this was really brewing. So it's kind of old now, but people still don't really know about it. I have yet to come across a single person that I have actively talked to because I just want every once in a while I'll bring it up because I want to share in the insanity with someone. But now I get to. Um, there's at least someone out there that knows what I'm talking about. And, you know, if you don't, then you get to learn with me. Um, I I went through uh, Mr. Terrence Howard's Fall from Grace a bit earlier today, and I have some exceptional quotes. This is like Kanye-level insane. You you seriously don't want to miss it, or at least if, even if you don't listen, you got to go read this article or something. It's insane. But before that, that'll be after the break. Martin Ferretti interviews... Codename Silverback Commando, who is an LSD and dolphin enthusiast. This guy's very inappropriate. You know, it's it's like technically speaking, um, not he's not cursing a whole bunch, but this man is very eccentric, uh, to put it politely. And I don't endorse the things that he does. <laughs> um it's and so if for those that need a recap. Tippy Patson is a completely, totally, quote unquote, 100% real, quote unquote, person that I'm just never able to be in the same conversation with. It's just purely circumstantial. I'm doing a lot of cool shit all the time. And it's just, uh, yeah, thankfully, I have other friends like Justin Otto and Joe Roop and Martin Ferretti who have been able to um, interview some of these special people when I'm not around. And Tippy Patson uh, with his buddy, who is some sort of uh, like a burnout bayou, like a mush mouth mystic, this old moonshine cracked out hillbilly named Bayou Jones. Uh, he, he's really hard to understand. He doesn't seem to make much sense, but um, he started being able to communicate with some uh, gators evidently, reportedly. And so Tippy came down. They started trying to hunt gators out in the Everglades. Tippy's from Defuniac Springs, Florida. Um, these guys have this whole uh, the Illuminati Gator conspiracy, where the Illuminati reptilians are the 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 Gators in the in the Everglades. And there's uh, Henry Ford as a time traveling Doctor Who who's there to save humanity. There's Bud Light and American trucker culture throughout time and space. Uh, last episode, we spoke with a man who claims to be a ghost pirate, hanging out with Tippy. 
I don't know if that man is on drugs or uh, maybe actually a ghost pirate. Who knows? Uh, but after we got Tippy initially here on the program, he found some recruits. People actually, you know, he he sort of sent out some feelers and said, hey, come on and meet me down here. And people actually met him, surprisingly. One of them being a ghost pirate that is uh, trapped in a ship in a bottle like a genie would be, according to him. Um, the other is a man named Randy Stemp, who is a reclusive paranormal investigator. Maybe we'll hear from him one day, maybe not. Um, and there's also, and all these men were supposed to, after crawling around in the swamp to find their quote-unquote inner gator, they ate a bunch of mushrooms, presumably psychedelic, but they don't even seem to know. Um, and they were told to come up with code names for their their group uh of illuminati fighting hill hillbillies uh the league of extraordinary gentlemen and that's spelled e-x-t-o-r-i-d-n-a-r-y yeah so there's no copyright issue there um in any case they came up with some strange code names um so we already have tippy randy stemp and bayou jones then uh came along silverback commando who we're gonna meet today um, Apex Monsoon, the ghost pirate. Um, Jefferson Tittlewinker. Sounds a lot less aggressive, uh, especially when compared to the last one, Muscle Tornado. So these guys are really on one. And Silverback Commando is a man uh, very inspired by John Lilly. And so this is the third person in the crew that we've heard from. And um, I think we'll be hearing from some more of them here in the near future without further ado um thanks so much to martin for filling in for me on this one and uh yeah silverback commando everybody lsd and dolphin enthusiast hanging out in the everglades with old tippy patson and the league of extraordinary gentlemen hope you dig it Hi and welcome, welcome one and all, to the one and only Black Hoodie Alchemy. If you couldn't tell, I'm not Anthony Tyler, he's actually off somewhere, he's hunting the Eye of the Sahara. I'm not supposed to tell anybody. What matters is that I've been entrusted with filling in on this episode and joining me, because Anthony's not here, is one of Tippy's friends, the Silverback Commando, Silverback. Thank you very much for having me on this program. Uh, down in the Everglades, I've been hanging out there with our uh, Tippy Petson, and um, we've been doing different different things like uh, experimentation on um, the gators and whatnot. And uh, he's, he's got this idea that um, gators are they're something like, you know, Illuminati type. And I don't know much about gators myself, but um, I do know a bit about dolphins, you see. Dolphins? Yeah, uh, you see, I uh, continue. Yeah, dolphins. Uh, the the old uh, Doctor John Lilly. He uh, he and NASA did some uh, studies with uh, old Carl Sagan and whatnot, where they were uh, wanking off dolphins to try and get him telepathic. And um, um, you see, I'm very fascinated with that. And people might think people sometimes think I'm making these things up, but I'm not. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, I mean, sure, I believe you. We give, we give everyone equal opportunity to talk. Absolutely, Martin Ferretti. Uh, you see, they were only wanking off the Dolphins to try and get them to... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, I don't want to interrupt you. Who Who's wanking the Dolphins? Is it oh, the Gators? No, no. You see, wait, this, is, this is what inspired me, first of all. And um, I came down to the Everglades after hearing old Tippy Pats in on this uh, Black Hoodie Alchemy podcast. And... Um, you see, I thought maybe or his uh, his knowledge about the Gators and me knowledge about the uh, the Dolphins, we might be able to come together and and find something interesting out. So, Doctor John Lilly uh, Martin, he uh, they, they, I first heard about him in an old article in a Hustler magazine, and um, <laughs> wait, was, John Lilly was in Hustler. Yeah, this is very true. You could look this up. Um, you see. Once Hustler found out about John Lilly's studies with the uh, with the Dolphins and um, trying to get them to uh, communicate with them telepathically so that they could um, or potentially talk with uh, extraterrestrials. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. So when Hustler found out about this, that the, the the wanking of the Dolphins was integral to the <laughs> to the studies, um, uh, they they actually interviewed him and he. he he definitely did that interview. He talked about all sorts of sensual dolphin stuff that was full of science as well. Um, well let, wait, let, let, let's go. Let's go back before you get ahead of yourself. Right, right, right. Tell, tell me, you're, you're saying that they had they had masturbating dolphins at yeah. uh, the Hustler this was corporate NASA headquarters. NASA funded studies. Yeah, yeah. Na- NASA funded the masturbating dolphins. Yeah, and well, you see, it's not all about masturbation and wanking off and whatnot it it was about getting the dolphins to a, an equilibrium where you might be able to um communicate with them on a on on a level that wasn't so clouded and then you so, might be able to telepathically communicate with them and then if we figured that out we might be able to figure out how to communicate with them with them uh melon-headed ets what the, wait so was this masturbating dolphins some sort of ritual funded by the deep state at nasa i'm not quite sure all i know mate is you could go one way or the other with conspiracy theories all day but what boils down to me is what 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 happens when you actually you know do the deed it's a dolphin <laughs> telepathic. Have you, see, have you, have you tried to replicate these experiments? Indeed, I have, sir. And <laughs> have I've you? Come, yeah, and I've come here to tell you about some of my experimentation. Oh, oh boy! Yeah, please do. Yeah, as children as cover I, your ears. Yes, yeah. This is scientific, and I don't expect children to understand what I'm saying. Um, so big words here. Um. I might sound like a bit of a, uh, like a Cockney, like a bad Cockney English, maybe Australian, but I've actually hit my head quite a bit. Uh, it's just, I can't you don't like, say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, okay. it, you know, you got all roll with what you've got. So, um, I'm actually from Portland, Oregon. From, okay. Mm-hmm. Portland's a beautiful, beautiful place. Yeah, Very, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Uh, um, is that where you first found out uh, your love of dolphins? Yeah. Yeah, lots of dolphins there in Portland. Um, <laughs> so, and as soon as I hear that Black Hui Alchemy um, episode, I, I race down to the Everglades, and there I meet 
old tippy pats and and um it's got a lot of gays hung up you know and um they've been skinning them and they do these they they make gated nuggets and all these things very yummy and um when i said well yeah it's pretty good um so i said to him you've been trying to get in the minds of these gators but you know when you look at all these studies and nasa and stuff and you see the dolphins so how about I bring my dolphins down here and we get a bit of an experimentation going on. And that way we don't have to go too far. And I just work on the dolphins. Wait, wait. Yeah, absolutely. How, how are you getting your dolphins from Portland? Well, I, a magician never reveals his secrets there, Governor. Oh, but, of course. Yeah. yeah. But um, suffice it to say, I got me dolphins down to port, uh, from Portland to the Florida Everglades. And they sit there in those big water tanks next to the 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 swampy parts. And um, I, you see, this I need to be a, a very forward about this. I'm not interested so much in um wanking the dolphins themselves. It's the scientific part, but uh, because I mean that's you, pretty scientific. Yeah, when you look into the eyes of the dolphin, I, once the deed is done, you see infinite consciousness. Just Whoa. Flowing love, pulsating an interconnected web of vibrational quanta all about us in every direction. All right, so that's pretty interesting, actually. So what what is it about the dolphin masturbating that's causing this? Actually, Martin, dolphins are evolutionarily you know, designed by God or whatever you want to call it to take the place of humanity when we're all blowed up from the bombs and whatnot yeah so so god put the dolphins here to take over our place yeah they're like the gatekeepers after we all gone and whatnot what so why why would god do that then why why wouldn't god just uh have the dolphins tell us what's going on uh that is a good question man getting to the mind of god would be a would be quite a story to tell mate but listen here i think i've made a great amount of progress because I think that we will, could learn quite a bit from our dolphin kindred spirits and what God's locked away in their brains. And you see, I don't, I could you call me a dolphin wanker? Sure. Yeah. But it's not because of the wanking that I'm doing it. I just got to be clear about it. Is it the most rewarding, fulfilling work I've ever done in my life? Sure. Yeah. But it's not because of the wanking, okay? It's because I've started to be able to communicate with these dolphins in ways that people just wouldn't quite be able to understand. So are you saying your your physical connection to these dolphins has given you some kind of uh, extra-dimensional connection, maybe? Yeah, yeah. When when did you first find that out? What what was that first experience like? Um. I remember I first saw uh, the first dolphin I ever saw. I was a, a wee little boy and I saw him at the zoo. And I thought, man, that thing, if I fell in that tank, that thing would probably hump the hell out of me. And that sounds scary as hell. And and I don't know, maybe you could say something like uh, Batman being afraid of the bat, um, where he ended up internalizing it and then just sort of became the Batman, even though he is afraid of bats. Um, I think maybe maybe uh, my fear of dolphins just kind of got me into the mix with the dolphins. 
Wait, and I, I also dolphins. Yeah, yeah, I saw that dolphin in there. I am. I was not attracted to that dolphin. I'm not attracted to dolphins now either. Sure. Never. No. Of course not. No, absolutely not. That'd be ridiculous. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. In it. Yeah. Bloody ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Of course. I mean, Tippy wouldn't uh, fall in love with his gators, right? No, no. But I'll tell you what, it, a lot of a big deal for me here is uh, taking lots of acid too. I take a lot oh. of LSD. Yeah, because that's a crucial piece here. We've been injecting the dolphins with LSD. I've been injecting myself with LSD. Um, yeah, like I, together at the same time? Uh, sometimes, but not always, you know. Mm. Um, you know, John, John C. Lilly, uh, he started doing some uh, some ketamine after all his experiments with dolphins. You uh, is that something that you've ingested? Yeah, uh, I do like um, uh, the good old special K. I like to get uh, yeah. in an isolation tank, but I don't really. I broke me isolation tank a long, long time ago, and uh, I just these days I just I just sort of uh, scurry between uh, the the cracks of the sofa and the the seat cushions and get all up in there. And it's a bit is like an isolation tank. Isn't the isolation tank part of the whole deal? How are you replicating the experiment if, if you don't have an isolation tank? Well, buddy, it's not a, a study about isolation tanks. I'm just trying to figure out if I can get inside the mind of that dolphin. It's what it's all about. No control methods. I'm just trying to pump a lot of LSD into these dolphins and get all the, all the horny thoughts out of his brain so that I can potentially learn one day to communicate with uh, these extraterrestrial Illuminati gators and get them out of these Everglades. Uh, okay, okay. You, you keep talking about these extraterrestrials. Tell mm -hmm. me about them. What, what's, their, what's their purpose? I don't know, mate. But um, what I can say is this, mate. I think that NASA is trying to cover up the fact that a whole lot of different animals around us or actually uh, extraterrestrial beings. Wait, wait, say, say that again, because I'm not sure if uh, everyone listening caught on to what you just said. A lot of different animals around us are actually uh, different alien beings that have come to sort of fight for the place to take over humanity. To fight the dolphins? The alien animals are going to fight the dolphins? There's dolphins, there's gators, there's uh, there's the koalas, um, there's um, uh, salamanders, there's um, uh, all sorts of different ones, mate. You want me to keep going on? No, no, no. I mean, why why would they take these these shapes? Why not uh, become like a Voltron or something and just get rid of humanity? Why do you think I'm wanking off all these dolphins, mate? I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. I don't know. Have the dolphins told you anything yet? Why, why do the dolphins keep holding on to their secrets? That's you think I... maybe your, your ritual's not working? Maybe masturbating these dolphins <laughs> is not the way forward? Uh, the only real um, indication I've got from these dolphins is that they seem to like uh, hanging out with me. Quite a bit. And I'm not quite <laughs> I'm sure. sure why. Yeah, I can't wrap my head around fully, but they are yeah, chamber no. of secrets. I tell you, listen, uh, they, I will get to the bottom of it, though. <laughs> I will get to the bottom of it. I'll keep hitting me head. It, don't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I'll sure. Do whatever sure. it takes. Just, uh, you know, don't, don't do too much ketamine before you do that, okay? 
right. How much sure. ketamine will you recommend before I do dolphins <laughs> with LSD? I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not providing advice. That that's going to be uh, up to you, and uh, whoever you decide to trip sit you. Okay. Uh, trip sit. Yeah, yeah. Trip sit. You know, when you're having a trip, and you have somebody kind of watch over you to make sure you're okay. Like the dolphins. Like the dolphins, because the aliens might come and get you. But I'll just have the dolphins look over me, mate. They good to go. <laughs> They're good to go. Okay. I mean, if you say so. I, I'm curious, though. How how'd you get the name Silverback Commando? What does that have to do with dolphins? Well, that's a good question there. And, um, you see... I ain't know that uh, Silverback was a was a monkey or something. I just thought a commando would be cool because I'm <laughs> telling what these dolphins what to do and things. And Silverback, yeah. it might sound to some people like I'm um, like a fairly spry, somewhat young man, but I'm actually 78 years old. Oh my! Yeah, it's uh, me back is just full of hair. Since all silver, <laughs> oh. so oh just God. a Silverback commando. I see. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I I would never have guessed. So so you've been masturbating these dolphins for how long? From the very beginning, um, from when I um, lifted them dolphins from the zoo, it'd be about 10 years now. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, you know, I don't, I don't want to demean your methods or anything, but uh, if after 10 years, the dolphins haven't really revealed their secrets to you, don't you think maybe it's time for uh something else i don't know about anything else there mate but um i really feel i'm getting real bloody close to cracking the code on these things here um especially always about ready to give up you know um but when i um um when i heard this uh black hoodie alchemy podcast with uh oh tippy i thought it was the sign that i was looking for and i'm sure glad that i found him because um we're starting to find all sorts of different animals out there that might uh, be manipulating us with different vibrations and uh, telepathic uh, reasonings in what and and we've been also um, on top of the LSD and the ketamine. Um, every you know we smoke a lot of um, catnip too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Does that work? Does that yeah. turn out? Is that like also to turn the dolphins on? Mostly, mate. It's about. Um, making sure that we keep the Illuminati's out of our brains. The catnip, uh, people something people think is Tim Four hats. It's mostly uh, just smoking lots of catnip. Smoking catnip. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cats are, cats are pretty smart and they're pretty devious. Yeah. It, the Egyptians worshipped them, isn't it? Yeah, they sure did. Do you think they were trying to, to make these aliens come to Earth? The Egyptians? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Definitely. Yep. 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 Right. Um, yeah, but what, what what exactly leads you to believe that? Because I don't think there were dolphins in Egypt, so I'm curious. Um, they're dolphins up in Portland, Oregon, um, so they could find them in Egypt, I <laughs> yeah, suppose. Sure. Yeah, um, I don't know much about uh, the natural habitat of a dolphin. I just put them in a big old water tank and uh, and um, feed them things. I'll tell you what, though, Martin Ferretti, listen, um, I really wish all this time after wanking off all these different dolphins that I had come up with. So I found some sort of way to, um, to, to use this, uh, the, the, the final process of the dolphin, you know, the jizz of it. And, um, <laughs> whoa. Okay. 
<laughs> well, it's, not, it's nothing creepy, but listen, it's a lot of it. It's a lot of it. It's so sure. I've just been dumping it off. Um, <laughs> what? Where? Well, yeah, in parks, and um, <laughs> um, it'll be here in the bayou. I've just been in the Everglades. I've just been dumping it in the swamp, and um, yeah, yeah, just you know, just any grassy field where it could um, absorb. Um, but um, it, it, it suddenly occurred to me. If I were to um, mix this uh, dolphin jizz with uh, hair gel, it would actually <laughs> yeah. make quite a good hair gel. Yeah, for your uh, your silverback. Yeah, it, it, it not just a hair gel, but a glue type substance. You know, so <laughs> I'm just going to call it dolphin glue and gel, and it's on uh, Tippy's website, tippypatson.edu.gov forward slash backslash dot. Home and um wait you're, you're you're selling the stuff yeah it's great is Dolphin that legal show. um i don't know is it <laughs> legal to sell little crafted things on etsy <laughs> i mean i mean it's basically you, you the same thing yeah you've got a point it's just so hair gel so you're selling your uh dolphin hair gel on yeah. etsy yeah well yeah, uh, it's on Dippy's website, but uh, oh, yeah, I right. had to use the engine of Etsy. It's technically on Etsy. Uh, do you uh, do you have an offer code in case anybody wants to order some? Yeah, just type in dolphin semen. <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's not something I'm going to repeat, uh, but very good. What does what does Tippy think about your your time with the dolphins? He thinks we're getting very very close to uh, cracking the code of the uh, telepathy. So yeah. he's very excited. He's very that... excited. Every day I wake up and I go and I run to him. I go, Tippy, Governor, listen, isn't it? It's a good old talk. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he he doesn't think your work is conflicting at all with what he's doing with the Gators. Well, I don't know if he's completely sold on the um the old dolphins being good and all. I like the dolphins, but um, Tippy's very convinced that. We could figure out how to get inside the dolphin brain so mm. that because right now you see Bayou Jones, he was down, um, he, he got lost in the Everglades, is where he lives, and um he ended up eating some uh, mushrooms. We're not sure what kind, oh. but he um when he got lost in there, he um after eating them mushrooms, he got very filled up on them and he uh started communicating with them gators. Um and, sure. and that's when he found out that them they were Illuminati's. So um, right now we we're not sure. Only thing we could do to to talk to them gators and try and uh, menace them and uh, tell them to you know get out of here, get out of here and go uh, <laughs> yeah. is um, is uh, by eating them mushrooms and staring at them real hard. So we're trying to figure out better ways <laughs> of doing that. Have and, you? Uh, uh, ha- have you thought about maybe combining your works and uh, maybe he can get into uh what you're on to something, mate. It's fantastic. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a, I have to text Tippy right now. It's, yeah, uh, text, I, text I, him right now. It's I, I ain't even know if anyone can get close enough to a gator to, to wank it off. But uh, I bet you, if anyone could do it by you, Jones and old Tippy, that's in day. They could sure wank off some gators. Yeah. Uh, maybe next time we might be able to do a follow up there. Because um, yeah, maybe when I everyone, wish them luck. well, you know, best case scenario, um, everyone is wanked off. 
and we all have clear heads uh, that way, you know, no unobtrusive I, thoughts. And then we take a bunch of different drugs and we end up communicating with different, different species. Yeah. That, that and, sounds like a whole different show there, Silverback. I don't know if we uh, want to get into that. Well, you're making it, listen here, mate, you're making it seem like I'm weird and I'm not weird. I'm just, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of saving humanity. Yeah, no, for sure. It's I mean, all we, about saving humankind through learning to communicate with these animals so that we can, um, you know, kill them first before anybody else kills us, except for the dolphins, because I do like the dolphins. You know, maybe one day we might, Tippy might say, we might one day find out that the, uh, that them dolphins ain't so good. But in the meantime, yeah, until then you're, you're cool with it. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. I just feel like, uh, you know, you're, you're doing the same thing over and over again. You really should try something new. I mean, maybe if you, if you read all of, uh, of Lily's work, maybe you'll, uh, you'll find some of your answers there. No, you might be, um, suggesting there that I read some of John C. Lily's other work besides that, uh, old hustler article. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, you can only trust John Lilly so much. And I think I might be, I might be the next John Lilly. Oh, oh, you're, you're the next John Lilly. Yeah. Are you going to be putting, uh, are you going to put all your work into a book? Well, my ultimate goal, Martin, is uh, to be able to communicate with these dolphins so that they might be able to write their own book about us. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I mean, sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. If you, if you say be, so, man. Hey, listen, man, this dolphin, um, I got my, my feet in the tank right now as I'm recording this, and this dolphin keeps rubbing up against my leg. I think <laughs> I got to do a bit of study in here, so yeah, you might so, have to excuse uh, you, me. Yeah, no, for sure. You uh, you do what you got to do. I want to thank you for your time, though. Don't forget, you know, everyone, I, you could go get you could go get me dolphin glue hair gel made from <laughs> dolphin semen and hair gel, and it'll be a good old time you know, just in time for Christmas here in January. So, <laughs> yeah, sure. all right. Thanks Thank for having you. me on the program. Yeah, thanks I'll, for coming I on. I might be back on before too long. You never know, isn't it? Oh, I, sh I sure hope so. Bloody hell. All right. You you take easy there, Martin Ferretti. Good yeah, old time. Yeah, you too. Don't, uh, don't overexert yourself, okay? All right. I'll, I'll say hello to the dolphin for you. Like I said, you know, I've heard it before and just going through it again. Um, shocking. That man, uh, despite all his efforts to show how um, strictly scientific everything was, did not come across very scientific. So can't endorse anything that guy's doing, um, except maybe taking LSD in um, responsible, respectful dosages on occasions which it doesn't even seem like he's doing. So, wow. <laughs>
Tippy seems like a lovable dope. Uh, this guy seems like he's not out to hurt anybody, but he seems dangerous still. So we'll have to keep an eye on old Silverback Commando. And, uh, you know, it looks like we're pretty late on it here, but we're just going to go ahead and roll into a late-ass commercial break. Stick with me. We'll be right back. This is Black Hoodie Alchemy here on the Fringe FM. And we got uh, Terrence Howard's Descent into Madness coming up next. Very true story. Oil bands paint you dizzy trash can ethic Filthy pop meat rod, the man will protect it Little Molly carry a dolly with no head Lasso, eye dangling, stitch rich with bloodshed Multi-arm charm, Ganesha Rubber molded lamp, Mike Tyson Sing, steering the champ Pickpocket, celebrate, sack of glue wrap Heroin snap, radio cracks, a rage and rubber snap One piece of rock, base and put on a catapult Venereal chocolate, count disease on fingertip Dance on block, pizza man cop Connect that bar shop, pork kernel teeth fall like treated Season deep sells cop his old garden Donut belly stick beat his kind for fun Offers a dick drink piss and shit burn a plot Too dead baby spent life in the park Talking on Dolly, all I see is broken buildings You hurt feelings, villager, two-faced, scarf fist Strap on your seatbelt, whoa, cops on chase It's like a work zone, a war zone, a rotten core of a fruit Your mama's like, which big me I do it? Young, more fix my me, I'm murdering you Petty crimes defiant Undercover sirens Hitting my blind spot 
rocks, poppy heel crops drop on your corner spot. Little man wants pop, sweatshop soda, pork constrictor, sofa skin, red stripe bags, a honey kid. All I see is broken buildings, hurt feelings, feelings are too fake, you got fixed. Strap on your seatbelt, whoa, you cops on shit. Small like a work zone, war zone, a rotten core for fruit. Mama's like, which pick me, I do it. You don't know if it's mine, me, I'm murdering you. Listen, as we explore the mysteries of the universe, the unknown, high strangeness, consciousness, and our human potential, Lighting the Void is an eclectic program that strives to ignite the late night with stimulating conversations. Join us on The Fringe FM. The Natural Born Alchemist podcast is a podcast that covers topics like alchemy, shamanism, psychedelics, anarchism, and philosophy. Join Alex, that's me, and a multitude of guests on a quest to discover the nature of reality, of spirit, and of consciousness. Each episode will also introduce you to new music that you might never have heard before. You can find the podcast on most platforms. Simply search for Natural Born Alchemist or go directly to naturalbornalchemist.com. There you'll be able to find all the social media links as well. Freedom is in the mind. Thousands of people are having paranormal experiences with ghosts, demons, shadow people, dogmen, Bigfoot and more. Their stories need to be told, and they are being told. Dark Waters, the renowned storyteller, invites you to join at IamDarkWaters.com. For just a few dollars a month, you can listen to some of the most hair-raising and compelling stories on the planet. You'll have access to real-life stories told by Dark Waters, thousands of hours of content. Their encounters are being told, and told by the best at IamDarkWaters.com. Listen to stories like The Rabbit Man, The Dogman Encounter in Silas, Alabama, The Man with No Face, The Other Woman, A Day Ahead of the Devil, Dogman Murder in Hurricane Ida, even a story of someone trying to kill a dogman, Louisiana Water Demon Stories. Sign up today and become a member at IamDarkWaters.com. That's IamDarkWaters.com. Musicians experience a lot of frustration with music marketing and promotion. They have no idea how to get their music heard, and they're spending hours sending emails, making phone calls, and hitting up their friends to promote them. With our industry-powered digital marketing platform, we can set up your media plan in minutes. Our team will automatically distribute your music across all the best channels, so you can focus on actually making the music. Submit your music today on our website at mymusicpromoter.com. That's mymusicpromoter.com. Welcome back to Black Hoodie Alchemy, folks. I am your host, Anthony Tyler. And as promised, we are now going to get into very fascinating uh, Kanye West-ish decline of actor Terrence Howard. You know who he is. He was in uh, that that movie that he got famous for, Hustle and Blow. He was also uh, 
War Machine in the first Iron Man movie, even though he wasn't technically War Machine yet. Uh, and then he was replaced by Don Cheadle. A pretty decent actor. I was never a huge fan, but definitely a good actor. Well, this man is um, um, doing a lot of different stuff. Like, since 2015, he's been creating a new geometry. Um, a whole new mathematics. Yeah, just all math as we know it new now um and wait you know, there's gonna be a lot of quotes here because nothing could articulate it better than terrence himself and i'm just gonna guide us through it uh and we're just, it's just gonna be a little bit of a collage that i think will be well enough put together um from some different articles and um for the sake of quotes i'll uh i'll probably put those in the show notes i try to do that but i always forget i mean no one seems to care anyway you could google all this shit it's not hard um so um in 2015 he had this Rolling Stone article and um I read in an article in 2019 on uh the Emmy red carpet Howard explained uh to some reporters why he had quit acting forever uh quote I was able to open up the flower of life properly and find the real wave conjugations we've been looking for for 10,000 years why would I continue walking on water for tips when I've got an entire generation to teach a whole new world? What the fuck? He also said in the Rolling Stone article, a lot, most of this is going to be from Rolling Stone or his own words. That was an extra bit that I had to add in there that I read because that is just insane. Sort of piggybacking off of what I just said, where he feels like he's in a very long withstanding tradition of innovators and um and geniuses uh since i was three or four i was always wondering you know uh why does a bubble take the shape of a ball why not a triangle or a square i figured it out if pythagoras were here to see it he would lose his mind einstein too tesla this is already starting to remind me of uh the I icp line where he's like fucking magnets how do they work <laughs> If you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google that. You, you'll thank me. Um, I don't even think people were wondering why bubbles take the shape of a ball. I think that's a pretty basic thing. I haven't even bothered to look up, but I imagine it's just like basic chaos theory in the sense of like path of least resistance. Like that's how everything takes shape. It's sort of a path of least resistance Um, to boil it down to layman's terms. So that's... That's just the beginning, though, folks. Um, and he's, uh, for a lot of, uh, according to the Rolling Stone article, um, like the years around, you know, leading up to and even after, uh, like 2015, 2016, he was, uh, his entire apartment had become, let me read this quote. Okay. The place is filled with fantastical plastic assemblages. These are models for his new geometry, mind you. Uh, they bear similarity to building blocks, but the shapes are infinitely more complex in two dimensions and three, tied together by copper wire or held in place by magnets. They're hemispheres, cubes, tetrahedrons, and flighty wings. Some of the objects are as small as mice, others as big as fire hydrants. He's just all over the place. This is supposed to, he doesn't even have names for these things. These are just supposed to be mathematical models of his new mathematics. And I'm sure he has a story about every single one of them, but no classifications that 
anyone knows of. Um, all right, so let's let's get the math out of the way here, and then um, we'll talk about some of the other stuff that he's doing as well. Um, quote, here's some quotes here. This is the last century that our children will ever have been taught that one times one is one. They won't have to grow up in ignorance. 20 years from now, they'll know that one times one equals two. We're about to show a new truth, the true universal math. And the proof is in these pieces of plastic that uh, he builds with his wife. I have created the pieces that make up the motion of the universe. We work on them about 17 hours a day. She cuts and puts on the crystals. And he goes on to say, I do most of the work though. Uh, so regarding one times one equaling one and not two, he says, how could how can it equal one? If one times one equals one, that means that two is of no value because one times itself has no effect. One times one equals two because the square root of uh, four is two. So what's the square root of two? Should be one, but we're told it's two and that cannot be. Um, and he says that he got in a, you know, he was trying to get like a chemical engineering degree uh, or something along those lines and ended up getting kicked out of college because he was fighting with his like mathematician professors over this. <laughs> um, that hardly makes any sense. I'm not the greatest at math, uh, but one times one equals two because the square root of four is two. So what's the square root of two should be one, but we're told it's two and that cannot be. It's just, it's just very basic here. Like all you need is the physical objects to play out this fucking word problem. If you have one apple and like you're, when you're multiplying something, it's like multiplying it by the potential basically. Right. I'm not a mathematician, but I think that plays, that's like a, an easy basic description. So if you're multiplying one apple by the potential of one apple, you're not getting any more product. The fuck are you talking about? There's nothing, there's no other app. There are no other apples there. Uh, so um, I guess there's just, we're, we should all just be thankful that this man hasn't tried to start a cult yet. Um, because um, he also, according to the same article that I read where he was talking about um, like opening up the flower of life, it also said that um, upon receiving his own star at the Hollywood Walk of Fame the following week, so I guess it's still 2019, uh, he would, quote, prove that gravity is only an effect and not a force, uh, and also build the planet Saturn without gravity and build the Milky Way galaxy without gra gravity. Even if he's talking theoretically, and these are somewhat taken out of context, he's saying, like, I have the knowledge to, like, show the math to build these things or whatever. It's absolutely insane. Um, yeah, guys, I just don't. I hardly know where to go with any of this. All I can do is just report it. And this man also, if you feel like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be making fun of this man's mental health issues, uh, he's a, a real shitty person. You know, he's beaten every uh, girlfriend or wife that he, like, look at his rap sheet. Um, he's just, he's been in all sorts of different altercations with people that work in um, on set of movies and things. Um, I'm all about punching up. I feel no, no shame. And punching up at this jackass. Uh, okay, so this some of this is like uh, from the the uh, essay that he wrote, trying to show the world. This is after he patented his shit. He wouldn't tell Rolling Stone the intimate details 
of one times one equal equals one because he had to patent it first. And then he did that and then he released his material. I'll put that in the show notes too. When one times one equals one, it is implied that 50% of the potential will be lost um, at the initial contact. You start off with two values on one side of the equation and in the process of uh, multiplying them, one of the values goes missing and nobody cares what happened to it. This is riddled with fucking uh, typos, mind you. And this was like the official thing he posted, at least at the time. It is a false axiom that unfortunately for us has become the very cornerstone of our misunderstandings concerning math and the nature of our universe. An untruth told to a naive person by someone that they trusted so much uh, that no one ever thought to question the accuracy and longevity. What the fuck is he talking about? <clears throat> okay. Um, an untold, this is just a run on sentence. We'll try to get through it. An untold truth, excuse me, an untruth told to a naive people by someone that they trusted so much so that no one ever thought to question the accuracy and longevity of the system of calculating that was being shared. Okay, so he's doing a really bad job, but he's saying that somewhere along the line, um, a famous mathematician fucked up and everyone just rolled with it because they loved him so much. Uh, Even now, almost 6,000 years later, why is it that only I in the history of recorded history (laughs) has ever asked this question concerning a quote-unquote unbalanced equation? Maybe because no one had the need, man. Just doesn't make any sense. What are you doing? An unbalanced equation that has masqueraded itself as the first truth of mathematics for more than 6,000 years, when it could very well be the worst lie ever told in the history of man, with potentially the worst and longest potential consequences. A lie that continues to be propagated by those that worship that false concept and profit from the loss of others. What? Who's profiting off of one times one equals two and not one times one equals one? The the fuck, man. It's like taxing uh, to go through this almost. But I tell you what, with my weird sense of humor, this is like, to me, this is... The fact that this really exists is funnier than any know, like Seth Rogen movie. I and mean, I don't mind Seth Rogen. This is the stuff that really gets me. Like you just you can't write this shit. And if you did, it probably just wouldn't be as good. The fact that it's real is so mind-blowing. Terrence Howard from Iron Man and Hustle and Flow gave up his acting career to live in an apartment and try and reinvent math. What? All right, let's finish. So yeah, uh, p- people profiting off of, uh, you know, lies being told, a lie that continues. Um, why someone found it "quote unquote" necessary to put a cap on that Mesopotamian civilization's potential for advancement? I will not speculate. Thank God. Uh, per- perhaps it was the best thinking of the time. As to where we would have advanced if we had not been misled by this false statement, again, it is of no benefit to speculate. Nevertheless, we are in the here and now, and we must hit the reset button and do a full about face concerning our approach to mathematics. Mic drop. How many people did that just sell? Who's signing up for teriology right now? Because that's what he actually calls it, too, as if this didn't sound manic enough. Uh, 
Did you guys also know? So that's kind of the gist of um, what he's trying to do with science. Um, but did you guys also know that um, Terrence Howard's father was made national headlines when Terrence was just a boy for stabbing a man to death while waiting in line for uh, to see a mall Santa? Both men had their children. Children were everywhere. This is literally fucking like the episode of uh, the Christmas special of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where Charlie tries to take a bite out of Santa's neck. Like that level of insanity. And Terrence Howard was there and watched it with his own eyes. Watched a man bleed out after his father stabbed him to death while just waiting to see Santa. So this man is, and he grew up in the, you know, in the ghetto, basically. And that's a tough life that I could only imagine. But I mean, it kind of sheds a little bit of light, doesn't it? Um, okay, so just some random stuff here that all sort of fits in. Some more brush strokes here. Um, Terrence opens uh, that Rolling Stone article, like not immediately, but pretty close to out the gate. Um, he says, today for me has been about searching out who I am. We've got all these different faces that want to come out. There's at least four just in this moment with a possible expansion of 432. Uh, but which one do you let out? Is it the person who's cool that you've mastered? Uh, is it the excited little boy? Is he saying that he has a possible expansion of 432 distinct personalities within him? Because he doesn't elaborate, but that's what it sounds like. Just let that sink in a little bit. I think the excited little boy has been doing most of Terrence's science work. <laughs> or uh, maybe another one of those 430 personalities. But it's not the cool guy, the person who's cool that you've mastered, quote unquote. Um, because this is the kind of cool person that Terrence has mastered. Um, so how he ended up meeting his wife, who he ended up divorcing and then remarrying in the middle of all this. This is the woman he lived with in the apartment uh, with all the new geometry who was making him or who was helping him assemble these fucking shapes. Uh, her last name was Pack, P-A-K. He approached his, his uh, I, I ripped from an article. There's a quote here. He approached Pack at a restaurant while she was dining with an old boss. And he told the boss, I don't know if she's your wife or girlfriend, but she's, abso but she's absolutely stunning. Uh, when Pack said that was a bold move, he replied, well, only a tiger can approach a tiger. Ooh, god damn. That made me cringe. That sounds ridiculous. You fucking kidding me, man? Um, money sells that line. It's not the line that uh, that hooks in there. Or maybe she was just so blown away. She was like, is this guy a fucking idiot? Or like, is that, there is that fine line where you're like, is this person a total idiot or are they a genius and I'm just not seeing it. I guess that kind of is the theme of the whole Terrence Howard story that we're running with here. So I guess some people just prefer to think he's a genius. Um, Myra, M-I-R-A, Pack is her name. Um, and she was quoted to Rolling Stone saying, we don't have a normal life. In our two years together, I've only gone to restaurants with him two or three times. We've never been to the supermarket together. We've never been to the movies. I've never gotten a gift from him. Never, never. Okay, so I've got two more bits of quotes for you on this whole Terrence Howard debacle. And as far as I know, he's just still, you know, 
He's uh, well, we'll go into that later. He's still around, obviously, though. He's not stopped kicking. Uh, but this doesn't really have anything to do with the math. But I've I read through this when trying to find pieces on the math. Um, and it was just so weird. I had to add it. Um, so because this spans over multiple, like I think over throughout a year, over multiple interviews, <laughs> because his initial like. Uh, engagement with this subject of just, I don't even know where it came from in the interview uh, was so weird that other people had to follow up on it. Uh, so he said in, when it came to like cleanliness and dating, he said toilet paper and no baby wipes in the bathroom. If they're using dry paper, they aren't washing all of themselves. It's just unclean. So if I go in a woman's house and see the toilet paper there, I'll explain this. And if she doesn't make the adjustment to baby wipes, I'll know she's not completely clean. Whoa. Okay, he later expounded to New York Magazine uh, when asked on the subject. You know, my views and focus never change. They remain the same about trying to find cleaner ways to live uh, and to be safer, you know? And maybe we should be a little more careful about social mores instead of this loose living that everyone's got caught up in. We've lost our moral values a little bit. Uh, that's what I was touching on. I believe as an artist, my nature is to speak. Uh, do I think we need to readdress how we clean ourselves? Yeah. It took a long time for soap to catch on. Now everyone uses soap. So let's be a little more clean, you guys. Let's not be germaphobic, but let's be clean when we can. And then when another um, when another outlet asked Howard about his obsession with baby wipes, he said, I stated my position pretty clearly. More people need to use them. This is a very serious subject. What more is there to say? And then his publicist immediately ended the interview. What is happening? This man thinks that, hold on, let's let's back it up a little bit. Maybe we should be a little more careful about social mores instead of this loose living that everyone's gotten caught up in. We've lost our moral values a bit. That was him explaining how women should use baby wipes. 100%. That's, and I believe as an artist, my nature is to speak. And w women need to start using baby wipes just like people needed to start using soap. Weird. Maybe baby wipes are a better call. I don't know. I don't think that toilet paper is the wrong call. It seems like preference, right? Either way, um, seems like a really weird hill to die on. Terrence, buddy, what is happening? Uh, and lastly, just an out of context quote that was also from the Rolling Stone article. Quote from Terrence Howard himself. I remember being in the womb, found comfort there, and have been aware since that moment. Mike dropped. Thanks so much, Terrence Howard, for uh, every single bit of wisdom that you can uh, bestow upon us. That I, Need I say more? Need I say more? These are, uh, you know, Tom Cruise's, John Travolta's, Will Smith's. Will Smith is fucking crazy. I don't get what's up with uh, all the uh, celebrity worship of him. That guy's been crazy for a long time. Most of these people are crazy. I'm not, I'm not really like a fan of actors. But the you know there's certain people I still like to keep an eye out for, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I'll 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 put my little stamp of approval on his acting skill, and at least he doesn't seem like an absolute 
like Scientological or narcissistic monster. He actually seems really into the acting part of it. And there's a lot of others out there like that. But it seems like you either get the people who are just, just live and breathe it. And the reason they're in Hollywood is because it's the best place to act. Like that's there. You're going to get the most interesting roles. Like Hollywood's just the pinnacle of acting unless you prefer the stage. And so why wouldn't you be there if you're a serious actor? And then there's the other people like Terrence Howard. And I don't know, maybe I'm being over the top here, but doesn't it seem a little bit like some sort, we have some sort of loose social obligation to at least try and be aware of the people that we're endorsing. Just like fucking Kai, the hatchet wielding hitchhiker. The fact that that guy caught on at all to begin with is unbelievable to me. That guy was an absolute dumpster fire from the start. And that anyone found him fascinating or intriguing or thought-provoking or even like altruistic is beyond me. It just shows how far gone a lot of people are. And I mean, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what, if uh, if anyone is convinced that uh, Terrence Howard is making a cogent point about teriology, I would love to have you on the show. Let's just, I just want to hear your point of view. I don't even need to debate. Just the fuck happened to you? Let's try and sort it out and let's see if, uh, I mean, that's obviously not going to happen. I just, I want to know the per who's out there. Really, <laughs> There's gotta be someone, right? And I pity the people who have to live with them. I think that's pretty much going to do it for now though, folks. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I had a lot of fun. I do love punching up on people. So uh, fuck Terrence Howard and Kanye West, uh, just to name a few. Or a couple. That would only be two. And uh, thanks for listening, folks. We'll be back next week. Going to have another interview, courtesy of Martin Ferretti, with one of Tippy's strange cohorts. So tune in next week. Don't forget, this is Black Hoodie Alchemy. I'm your host, Anthony Tyler. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Take it easy.
I sail the sea. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is going on here? <laughs>